Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for the 1st of May. I'm John McElroy, and here's the news. In a battle reminiscent of the fight between George Westinghouse and Thomas Edison over alternating current and direct current, automakers and other organizations are quarreling over what type of plug to use for electric vehicles. WardsAuto.com reports there are three different quick charge connectors in the running. One from Japan, another advocated by European OEMs, and a third proposed by the SAE. While they all argue governments and businesses are already installing different types of public chargers, meaning EV owners could soon run into problems trying to plug in their cars. Boy, there's lots of labor strife in the news today. In the U.S., Caterpillar workers that manufacture hydraulic parts rejected concessions on health care and the use of temporary employees and are planning on going on strike. In Canada, Chrysler temporarily shut down its minivan assembly plant due to a supplier strike with the Canadian Auto Workers Union. And in Germany, EG Metall workers walked off the job at Daimler's Rastatt plant, and Porsche and Audi will soon face problems too. German workers want a 6.5% raise and better treatment for apprentices and temporary employees. And of course, none of this should come as a surprise to management. You can't go around bragging about big profits, then turn around and tell your workers they need to cough up more concessions. Honda is developing technology to smooth out traffic jams. The system analyzes the driving pattern of a vehicle to monitor how it accelerates and decelerates. A display on the dashboard helps the driver accelerate and brake more smoothly to prevent trailing cars from bunching up or stretching out behind it. The idea is to get all the cars traveling at a constant speed. Initial tests show that the average speed of the vehicle was increased by nearly 25%, and the fuel efficiency of the trailing vehicles was increased by 8%. The company says even more improvement is possible if cloud servers and adaptive cruise control is used. Honda will conduct its first public road test starting this month in Italy and Indonesia. And speaking of technology designed to make driving less of a hassle, autonomous cars keep moving closer to reality. Last week, Google said it's ready to partner with an automaker to develop the technology. And now Cadillac is showing off its own driverless system called Super Cruise. It's not fully autonomous, but it can steer, brake, and keep the vehicle centered in the lane while on the highway. As of now, it can only work during good weather conditions. The system is comprised of radar, ultrasonic sensors, cameras, and GPS data. Super Cruise is currently being tested in a Cadillac SRX, and the company says it could be ready for production by the middle of the decade. At a time when automakers are worried they cannot get the technical talent they need, General Motors is laying off one quarter of its R&D workers at its tech center in Warren, Michigan. GM says those 100 layoffs 
are part of a larger R&D restructuring that will also close an R&D center in India, which only opened in 2003. But here's my Autoline insight. GM has quietly been moving more and more R&D work to China, where it has opened three tech centers and hired hundreds of engineers in the last decade. To me, this is a disturbing development. The word that we get from insiders at the Warren Tech Center is that morale is bad, management is mad, and that it should come as no surprise that the company is laying off scientists, engineers, and technicians in the United States. At a conference sponsored by the Wall Street Journal yesterday, GM CEO Dan Ackerson said the company's executive in charge of product development, Mary Barra, is clearly a candidate to replace him. And that brings us to this week's series of looking at who will win the race to replace Dan Ackerson. Since he was saying Mary Barra is in the race, let's take a look at her background. Mary Barra is 50 years old and largely came up on the engineering and manufacturing side of the business. She started with GM in 1980 at the Pontiac Division as a co-op student from Kettering University. But it was especially in the last decade that her career really took off. She became executive director of vehicle manufacturing engineering in 2004, was promoted to vice president in that position in 2008. In 2009, she was named vice president of global human resources. And in 2011, she became senior vice president of product development. She's also on Opal's supervisory board. It would be a real coup for GM's board to name Mary Barra as the first female CEO in the automotive industry, but she faces some formidable competition, and we'll be introducing you to them the rest of this week. Coming up next, we're going to go for a test drive in the Toyota Yaris. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. You know, here at AutoLine, we are fortunate enough to test drive a wide variety of vehicles, and some of those really get our hearts pounding, but others, you know, not so much. In the garage this week, we've got the 2012 Toyota Yaris. Now, this B-segment car competes with vehicles like the Ford Fiesta, the Chevrolet Sonic, and the Hyundai Accent. So, how does it stack up to the competition? Well, under the hood, it's powered by a 1.5-liter four-cylinder engine. It kicks out 106 horsepower with 103 foot-pounds of torque. Now, that is a little bit less than you get in the other guys. The Fiesta, for instance, delivers 120 horsepower, while the Sonic and the Accent both deliver 138 ponies. But what about pricing? Well, the Yaris here starts at just about $14,000. Now, our SE test model stickers for about seventeen dollars And if you check every single options box, you're going to eclipse $20,000, which is kind of a lot for a little pumpkin of a car. Well, from behind the wheel, like I mentioned earlier, the Yaris is a little down on power. Merging can be dicey trying to get in front of that semi-truck that's filling your rear-view mirror, but still, it's perfectly fine for everyday commuting, which is really what this car was designed for. 
Inside, I'm pretty impressed by it. The layout is pretty nice, and I like the texture that they've used on the hard plastic of the dashboard here. It kind of has a sort of a wood grain finish to it. They've also run this nice applique across the dashboard, soft materials, and they've carried that along on the doors here, which is nice, except for one thing. The soft material stops right where my elbow starts. What's the point of having a soft material on the door panel if it's not going to be right where your arm is resting? One thing I didn't like about the interior, though, radio faceplate. Look at how complicated this thing is. You know, most radios, you push the volume knob, that turns them on and off. Not the Toyota Yaris here. They've got a separate power button. Took me a little time to figure that one out. Once you learn it, it's fine, but still, it's more complicated than it needs to be. Other than that, another thing I really like about the Yaris, it feels very solid when you're driving down the road. You hit bumps, you hit potholes, the structure feels very sturdy, which is nice because it is a very small car. So at the end of the day, is the Toyota Yaris worth considering? Well, if you're in the market for a B-segment car, I would say yes, take one for a test drive. But personally, I think it's pretty much outclassed by the Fiesta, the Accent, and the Chevy Sonic. You know, in the first quarter of this year, sales of the Toyota Yaris were up nearly 50% in the American market. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.